Welcome to Plugged Into Christ. This is your announcer, Zayvon Grady. Today we explore more of our new podcast series titled Romans Explanation of God's Righteousness with pastor and teacher William Polis. In part 7, Pastor Polis will teach in Romans chapters 13 and 14. We pray that you will gain wisdom and knowledge from this podcast series. Now here is Pastor William Polis for part 7 of Romans Explanation of God's Righteousness. And first, I want to welcome you to this podcast episode of Plugged into Christ. In this episode, we'll be covering chapters 13 and 14, as Mr. Grady has alluded to. Um, after this, we only have two more chapters to go to finish up the book of Romans. I want our listeners to be, uh, pay careful attention to Paul's teaching in these two chapters of 13 and 14 of Romans. For they address what we should, how we should act towards authority, our neighbors, putting on Christ with, within us law of liberty, and the law of love. All of such things are fulfillment of the law and within the righteousness of God. So let's get started with part 7 of Romans, the explanation of God's righteousness. Chapter 13. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. Submit to government. Paul really sets the tone here right from, this fir- from the very first verse that we are to submit to the government authorities that have ultimate authority over us on earth. Now we know that, and, and the ultimate authority is God over all things, over heaven, over earth, over even, even below the earth, in the, in the, even in the depths of the oceans. But those in the direct authority over us were appointed by God. In verse 2, those that resist authority also resist the authority of God, which God will bring judgment on them. Those who Paul call, calls as rulers, in verse 3, are all those in authority over us. Now this can mean a king, a queen, a governor, a mayor, a police officer, even a supervisor at your own job. All authority do not exercise good works unto God. Their, pro- their intentions are for profit or for self, and, and for, in basic terms, ba- rather for evil. So obey authority, understanding that you are put in that position by God to understand that while your, their intentions are not for good but for evil, if you obey them and do good, then you will reap the blessing of God and they will see that the Lord is within you. In verse 4, a person in authority over you was put there by, uh, as God's minister for you to do good. But if you do evil, then you should be afraid, because he does, not, he does not bear the sword in vain, but is God's minister and an avenger to execute wrath on those who do evil. Paul goes on to teach in verse 5 that in either way we must object, not only because of wrath, when we break a rule or policy or even law of the authority over us, but also for our conscience sake. In other words, as Christians, knowing that God is an authority over heaven and earth, so too are our employers, supervisors, boss, law enforcement, as well as anyone else placed an authority over us, they've been placed there by God. When we do God's will to those in authority over us, we please God. We must also do diligence of respecting authority even those who collect taxes, because they are continually doing this. And so Paul is stressing that we must obey authority in all things on earth because they please God. And we do that when we're pleasing God because we're being obedient, not only here on earth, but to God in heaven, verse 6. In verse 7, Paul says that we must render all taxes due when customs are due and honor to when honor is due. Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10, love your neighbor. In verse 8, Paul says that we owe nothing but love for one another because he who loves another fulfills the law. Paul in verse 9 
then reminds us of what the four core of the four te- of Ten Commandments from the Old Testament say. Do not murder, or steal, or bear false witness, or covet. Paul also says that, we, that there is a commandment that Jesus teaches that's just as important as any of the Ten Commandments. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Paul teaches that love does not harm do harm to a neighbor. When we love our neighbor, then we fulfill the law. Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Put on Christ. Paul says that the time is nearer so that we must wake up from our sleep for salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Verse 11. We should cast off works of darkness and put on the armor of light for the night is far spent and now the light of day is at hand for putting on the armor of light. Verse 12. Paul says that we should walk properly as in the day not in drunkenness, lewdness, lust, strife, or envy. Verse 13. Paul commands that he commands the Roman Christians to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, making no provision for the flesh, so that in doing the latter will fulfill its lust. Paul is really essentially telling the Roman Christians that make no provision for, for things of this world and the flesh and the lust. You don't want to fulfill that because you don't want to fulfill that end of it. You want to stay in, in, the, in the Lord. Romans chapter 14, verses 1 through 13. In verse 1, Paul is teaching that we should receive one who is weak in faith, but not disputes in doubtful things. In verses 2 uh, two through 4, Paul says that he who believes eats all things, but he who is weak only eats vegetables. Verse 2, the one who eats should not judge the one who does not eat, and the same is true of one who does not eat, that he should judge the one who does eat, for God has received him. Verse 3, Paul asks in verse 4, Who are you to judge another servant? For it is up to his master to determine if he stands or falls. God will make the servant stand. Whether a man esteems one day above another, or every day alike, let each one be convinced in his own mind of either case. In verse 6, A man who observes the day, who eats, gives thanks to the Lord. He who does not observe the day, then to the Lord he does not observe it. He who does not eat to the Lord, still gives thanks to the Lord. No one lives unto himself, and no one dies unto himself. Verse 7, If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Verse 8, Christ died and rose and lived again, that he shall be Lord to both the dead and to the living. Verse 9, Why judge your brother? Why show contempt for your brother? We all shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ, Paul tells us in verse 10. Now in verse 11, Paul quotes Isaiah 45:23, which is also reiterated in Philippians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, which reads that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Each of us, because of the truth of Isaiah and the Philippians, shall give an account of himself to God. Therefore, Paul stresses that we should not judge one another anymore, but rather not put a stumbling block or cause a uh, brother to fall. Verse 13, Romans 14, verses 14 through 23, the law of love. Paul states in verse 14 that in his faith in Jesus Christ, that there is nothing unclean in of itself. But if one feels something is unclean, then it is unclean to him. If your brother's grief for food you prepare, then you are not walking in love. 
but do not destroy your brother with food when he is grieved because Christ died for him also, and he is precious unto the Lord as well. Verse 15. Do not let your good be spoken of as evil. Verse 16. Paul teaches that all righteousness in the kingdom of God is through the peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Verse 17. If one serves the kingdom of God in what Paul speaks in verse 17, then they are acceptable unto God and approved by men. Make peace with one another and pursue all things that edify one another. Verse 19. Do not destroy the work of God through greed of wanting for food. All things under heaven are pure, but a man who eats food with offense is one who eats it with offense. Verse 20. It is not good to eat meat, drink wine, or do anything by which your brother stumbles or is made weak by your actions. Verse 21. Paul asked the Roman Christians if they have faith in what they do, and that they should have it for themselves before God. The person most happy is the one who does not condemn himself for what he approves of eating. Paul makes this point in the 23rd and final verse, that whatever a man eats, if he doubts, he is condemned. If he eats because he does not eat from faith, this is the reason why he, he, fall, he stumbles and falls, because what he eats, he doubts about it, so he does not eat from faith. And whatever is not of faith is sinful. Paul here says that whatever we do, we should not doubt. We must do things by faith. The key there is not to sin. I want to thank you for joining us today. Keep in mind that uh, you can reach these podcasts on either Spotify, Pandora, or you can go to buzzsprout.com itself where these podcasts are uploaded to. If you're in the Lorraine County area and you want to join us uh, for a service, we have a service uh, on Sundays at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. And as always, you're welcome to come join us in any of our church services. We're more overjoyed to have you. I want to thank you for coming and listening to this podcast today. And I hope that you'll be able to join us next time as we finish up with the book of Romans, chapters 15 and 16. This has been a presentation of Plugged Into Christ with your host, pastor, and teacher, William Polis. You won't want to miss our next podcast, part eight, as Pastor Polis concludes the final two chapters of Romans' Exclamation of God's Righteousness, chapters 15 and 16. Plugged into Christ is a podcast sponsored through Lorraine Full Gospel Church. This is your announcer, Zavian Grady, wishing you a blessed day.